The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Hudson Taylor, otherwise known as Harry and Alfie uh, Hudson Taylor, are with us. They are the um, playing in the Olympia this evening, and they're going to be giving it away for free on Wexford Street. Wicklow Street. Wicklow Street, yeah. Yes, Wicklow yeah, Street. we're doing a busk on... Uh, hello, by the way. Yeah, hello, <laughs> how are you? Nice <laughs> to see you um, Yeah, we're doing a busk uh, outside Mary's Pub um, just to celebrate the launch of our album. Do you find the busking intimidating? Because um, I always think if you're a musician and you walk out on stage, you know that everybody in here has paid actual money to come to see yes, you and they're yeah. therefore bought into this process. But you don't yeah. know that though, because if you're doing a support, if you're the supporting act, for example, you're opening for a band, no, nobody knows you. And actually, that's a bit like busking because you have to win over the crowd or you have to warm up the crowd. And that, we always treated busking a bit like, you know, like that. well, we treated the supporting of other artists a bit like that busking, and they both kind of help each other. You know, I'd say it's more humbling busking than it is intimidating, uh, just because you realise very quickly that not many people care really, uh, <laughs> and, and they're shopping, and uh, you know, it, it's it's good to have have a bit of that. I think when you were busking, because it's a long time, it's probably ten years since you did busking for professional purposes as mm-hmm. opposed to uh, promotional purposes. Um, were you pre-amplification or were you amplification? Amplified. We were pre-amplification, yeah. yeah. We started busking when we were 15 and 16. Uh, we bizarrely brought a massive keyboard. The two of us had a handle each and we brought it on the dart <laughs> into town. Went busking, made about 60 euro. And then we didn't do it again for about six months until we brought two guitars. And then, yeah, that that kind of became our, our thing then, you know. Um, and between the two of you, how many different instruments do you play? Um, Harry... Harry. I play a few stringed instruments, banjos, mandolins, guitars, that sort of stuff, and then piano and keyboard. But, but both of us play p- p- keyboard and uh, and guitar. Yeah, I play many mm. instruments, but not very well. <laughs> <laughs> Harry is uh, Harry is a real musical genius. I just picked up uh, music, uh, picked up an instrument to, to to write songs. You know, I have to say, and this is a bit like for those of you watching in black and white. The two of you do not look like brothers. I know, I know. But we're also, we're, we're very different people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're completely different people. Uh, we went to different schools. We, we now live in separate countries. Um, How did you end up going to different schools? Harry is a musical genius, got a scholarship <laughs> to a school. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. he's that kind of musical he's genius. He's proper. Genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of scholarship did you get to what went, kind of place? I went to school in, in St. Finian's in Mullingar, which had like this music scholarship thing program on the side of it. So this man plays the church organ, like he can rip that <laughs> thing up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you do Glen Row on request? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the theme from the mission. You can do anything like that. And I went yeah. to New Park, which is probably the most opposite school to St. Finian's College. Um, so yeah. how well do you then gel as a band? Um, well, musically, we sing very well together. Uh, it's always been the case. As soon as we started playing music, uh, Harry just jump. I'd sing the melody, Harry jump in with the harmony, and it's just been a very natural thing. We didn't really have to think about it. It's just been from day one. That's been our sound, I suppose. Two two harmonies, and you know, mostly two guitars, um, and working together. We've had our ups and downs over the years, you know. Um, we lived in London for 10 years. Tell us about the downs. <laughs> That's what everybody wants to know. I think, uh, yeah, we spent 10 years touring the globe, really. Um, touring America. Is it like the Gallagher's? Were there fist fights? There was not, no. We've actually been able to avoid all that. I know, I know. We've avoided um, fist fights. We've had a few spats here and there, yeah. you know. But well, I, if you've got a big fancy scholarship with with the, you can't afford to break a knuckle. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't be a musical prodigy and um, have busted fingers. <laughs> but we've now, after ten years, been in a band. 
I'd say professionally, we did, we were signed in London to Universal Records. And then we signed our, to our second album to in Ireland to Rubyworks. Uh, we're now... And we're still with Rubyworks. And now. we're still with Rubyworks and we're now on our third album and we feel like, do you know what? We're finally understanding what we're doing and we're finally... Uh, we we have a vision now that's... It's, it's almost... We've gone back to basics. We've gone back to the two lads who are in the driver's seat of all creative decisions. We are... You know, and you've stripped the sound the back a bit to a just the two yeah. of you, effectively. Yeah. So, like our live show, for example, we we toured with six musicians for for years, and or no, well, six on stage, and now we're now we're a four piece on stage. It just makes it a little bit simpler. Um, and yeah, it's is it as much fun? I always get the sense that the more people, you know, the sort of Parliament Funkadelic style of put sixty people on stage, and mm-hmm. you know, there's a big group involved in the same activity. Well, you can still have guests up, so we have guests up on stage and that sort of thing. But like having a core thing, that's just it's it's also cheaper to be fair. It's also just a lot cheaper to 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 travel with four people than it is six or seven. Well, yeah. this is the thing that I was asking you during the break. In terms of the business side of the um, of the music industry at the moment, what is it that you're hoping for? Is it streams? Is it uh, hard CD sales? Is it gig tickets? Where does yeah. the money come so from? We released this new album yesterday. Um, searching for the answers and in the first week of release you'll always see artists trying to push as hard as they can on that first week because that's the most likely chance that an independent artist especially will have of getting say a number one or or, or, just, or just, just charting in the chart because and if you're in the chart then you can command higher fees for your gigs and all the rest of it so it, it's that's yeah, yeah like and, the char- and the charting works kind of weirdly these days it's at, in Ireland for example I think it's about a th- you have to get a thousand streams on your album of any of the songs and that equals to one unit um, and then so so a unit being like a CD being yeah, an actual yeah, hard yeah. copy so, for- so what we're doing is we're saying if people go out and they want to support uh, a band who's released their album this week go and get their their vinyl or their CD and that counts as one unit you know or just leave your, your laptop or your, your computer just streaming but it's it's some bar to hit isn't it Plus, I mean dead. we've not we've we've millions of streams I I I can't tell you how much we've we've not made any money, Harry and I, just because of how much money it takes to make albums and, you know, to the standard we want to hit and the sort of pressures we put on ourselves to, you know, succeed in music. The amount you put in is is a lot more than the amount you get out these days. You know? Do you still press vinyl? Is yes, the, yeah, 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 yeah. We got we to have hold our, our, our vinyl for the... For the first, first time, time yeah. oh, so yeah, searching for yeah, the answers yeah. is on vinyl as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll be selling it at our shows all this week and on the street today as well. Why do you go with vinyl? Well, it's it very popular now. Yeah, yeah. like it, 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 loads of people are buying it. We we sold more vinyls last night at our gig in Wexford than we did CDs. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you do you understand the logic when you're listening to your own music? Do you listen on vinyl, CD, or do you just have it streaming again and again and mostly, again on the laptop? Personally, I just mostly listen on my phone, just walking around. But like, I like the thing. I like the novelty of a vinyl. I like the the big artwork. We like it looks lovely. Like we put a lot of work into the artwork, and it's when you open it up, it's like really nice pictures. We've got all the lyrics in there. It feels a bit more personable, and and it's something tactile, something to touch. Because nowadays everything's just flick, flick, screen, right, left, right. You know. This is just, oh yeah, it feels good, you know. And it used to be such a big thing. I mean, the album art was a huge part of mm-hmm. the, the yeah, production when vinyl was the but thing. But the whole album revolved around the two sides and that's why it's the length it is. That's why there's the amount of songs it is. And I think this, for this album with us, in our, our past two albums have been done very differently. Uh, we, we focused a lot more on writing singles and we'd write singles and then put them together in the best way to form an album. This album, we decided to make it about 16 months ago. Uh, picked the song that we 
we both seem to like and started from there. That song is called Searching for the Answers. Um, then started writing, writing more. But the whole vision was to make an album, a 12 track album, rather than a collection of singles and, yeah, and a and couple of other things. And there happens to be some songs on there that worked out to be good singles. But it was like, you know, there wasn't a vision of like, we're going for singles or let's get the plays. It was like, no, we're just, we want to enjoy the process of, of, of making a body work. Ta- you know, talk about mental health, talk about our relationship as brothers, talk about society as a whole, whatever just was going on for us. We and wanted that, to, yeah, make it an yeah, album that, that represents... Harry Naffy or Hudson Taylor in 2021 um, and yeah, we, we think we've done it we're really proud of, of, of what we made anyway yeah it was all completely finished and recorded only in like October last year so it's really fresh um, and our previous albums they might have had two or three years of work put into them because you'd be touring it you'd be getting little uh, stints in the studio um, we released the, EPs we released like five EPs before yeah. our first album and then three EPs before our second album so you know it it, it was uh, we were just trying to fill gaps and, and build up to, to something bigger whereas this one we just said no let's focus on an album let's put all our energy into that and yeah. I'm super, really really and happy was that in did. part doable by virtue of COVID because I assume the gigs were all totally gone yeah so uh, what happened with us is at the start of the pandemic like two weeks before the pandemic we actually released our second album and it got a number one in Ireland. It was it was amazing. Like, and um, we were ready to go. We were like, "Let's go!" Let's we're, tour this. We're tour this summer thing. plan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With all the, the the dates, the summer festivals, everything booked. And obviously, like everyone else, we were we were we were cut off. And we then just naturally, the two of us went. I went off. I live I live in Berlin now in Germany. Alfie lives in Somerset in the UK. And we just said, "That's just." We didn't even say it. We just didn't talk for about six months. Just was kind of like a little bit deflated from the experience. Then at the start of twenty twenty one. Ruby Works, our record label, said, lads, we want to do another album, which, to be honest, we were pretty surprised about. Uh, and we got onto Zoom <laughs> and uh, and we we basically shared the ideas we'd come up with ourselves at home over the previous six months. And we, we kind of wrote the whole album over the internet um, from Berlin and the UK and then came together in the UK and recorded it last June and September. It's an oddly nomadic existence you have because your parents were UK originally, weren't they? And yes, then moved to yeah, Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You grew up in uh, Sandymount and then departed for Germany and the UK. Yeah, yes. well, we moved yeah. to we moved to the UK to pursue music to London like ten years ago. You know? Well, yeah, when we first started music, we kind of got spotted busking and then gigging, and and uh, two managers picked us up and and took us to London when we were seventeen and eighteen. Mm-hmm. Signed a record deal as soon as I turned eighteen. Uh, we did our first album that was with Polydor Records kind of got swept up in that whirlwind for about five years and then uh, yeah kind of came back home and started pushing things back here because it was just a nice. Did you have experience. any concerns about pursuing music because I, I read a, an interview uh, with you I can't remember um, whether it was Harry or Alfie who had said it but about your parents being working freelance mm. and the sort of sense of the lack of security that comes with being self-employed not freelance mm-hmm. sorry self-employed mm-hmm. because you never know it could be a good year it could be a bad year was there no bit of the thought God, music is following that very high risk route. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. From I've always been a bit sceptical of the music industry, to be honest. You hear lots of horror stories of artists signing bad contracts and, and getting into bad situations, but there's not very much you can do as an 18 year old kid, you know. Uh, Become an accountant. Who, who wants, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we, we just kind of, we started busking, it, one thing led to another and, and we did kind of fall into it, uh, you know. Uh, we, it wasn't planned. We, was <laughs> we were like, planned. we're not, we're not going to be a band. I was in DIT uh, studying computer science and I dropped out at New Park in fifth year, you know, to kind of do this just because 
uh, we were busking, as I said, we were, we were, we were doing all right, just off music back then. And uh, yeah, then there was a switch once we kind of moved to London and, uh, you know, started signing contracts and people started getting involved, everything changed and, and it suddenly became a business, a band. And since then, We've we've been figuring it out, you know. I we kind of we're saw still busking. We're going along. It was like the university of life. We just were like, yeah. Just, <laughs> you're just now you're plonked in London. Figure it out, you know. At the time, I saw it as I was going to probably go to one of these music colleges, and and Harry was obviously studying as well. At the, I saw everything we were doing as l- going to university. Like a lot of my friends in school at the time were all going to university, so that that was the way. I looked at it. I could go and study music or I could just go and do it. And we ended up going and doing it and, and seeing results, I suppose. Have you gigged yet post-COVID or is tonight in the Olympia the first one? We have. We gigged last night in Wexford. Um, what did you night. find with the audiences? Is it a bit muted or people, is it over-exaggerated? Well, we because played in a church last it? night, so <laughs> they were a bit muted in I the see, church. Nothing <laughs> says rock and roll in the church. <laughs> no. um, well, we did have a few gigs dur- like during these like la- lapses in the COVID time with these 50% capacity gigs and things like that. Ugh. That was... That was weird. Yeah. It was weird, but it was, it was actually different. pretty decent. You know, it was different. And for us, just getting the opportunity to play again was was amazing, you know, and, and it really meant something to the people who came. Um, I think tonight is going to be really just energetic and it's going to mean a lot to me and Harry and I think a lot to the audience we had Yeah, because the Olympia, you were saying, is a nice gig to play. It's, it's a nice a, venue to play. And we had this sh- show booked since... Like 2020, as April well. 2020, it was supposed to happen. So it's it's yeah, it's two albums worth of material we we want to play. It's three now, three. Yeah, it's it's like a two minute walk from where we used to go busking. We used to look at the Olympia and go, "This is the dream. We want to get to there." We used to watch bands loading out and and go. One day, you never know. It could be it could be Hudson Taylor. We went to gigs there ourselves. Um, so every time I play there, I have to kind of pinch myself. You know, best gig you've been to in the Olympia is what. Um, that's a good question. Well, uh, you're thinking so of it. My partner played there, Gabrielle Applin. She's on a song as well. Uh, she played there just before the pandemic, and it was it was the last. That doesn't gig. count. You can't say family. No, it was the last gig in the Olympia before the pandemic, and it was it wasn't. I mean, she was amazing, and the performance was amazing, but it was the most unique atmosphere I've ever been to at a concert. The next day, they closed the doors, so everybody was just. What's going to happen? There were some people going, oh, drinking away. Oh, sure, we're going down like with the, the ship. The fall of Rome. Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll take that then. That's a good answer. So the new album that is out, it is Searching for the Answers. It's out now and obviously stream it several thousand times or you can uh, buy a hard copy. The guys are going to be playing in the Olympia this evening and you're busking lunchtime. Today? Lunch yeah, one o'clock. One o'clock at Mary's, Mary's yeah. Mary's we're also Bob, all over the country. We're playing in Limerick. We're playing in Cork. We're playing Belfast. We're all, yeah. They have to go to the news now, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, we have to. So, well, actually, before that, we have to let people actually hear a bit of the album. Congratulations on the new album. Best luck with the uh, tour. That is uh, Harry and Alfie, otherwise known, of course, as Hudson Taylor. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.